0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of 10,000 Hours. This is episode... Seven. Episode seven. Thank you, Vince, for backing me up there. My name's Grant Spanier. I am a co-host of the show with Mr. Sweet, sweet...
1: Vince Couchy. Yeah, we're your hosts of 10,000 Hours, as always. Uh, and this week, we'll be bringing you a episode with even more hosts than you're used to. Yes, that's right. It is our second installment of a hostful episode. We get into what that means more in the cast, but it's actually pretty simple to grasp. No guest this week, just me and my buddy Grant here talking about habits, habit forming, good habits, bad habits, and how they affect the projects we work on.
0: My guest was Vince Kochi. Your guest was Grant Spanier.
1: You could put it like that. We had we had double the guest, really. Really, there's more guests than usual. So.
0: There's more guests, more hosts. We're talking 100% more of everything. And if, 17 you, call people in now, involved. if you call in now, we're going to double that offer at half the price.
1: A natural salesman.
0: Thank you. My father is actually deeply involved in the car business.
1: Yeah, you, I remember you telling me that.
0: It's an interesting thing. We'll get into that in a later, to- uh, later cast, in a later topic, I'm sure. Um, I'm not so sure. You don't think? Uh eh, maybe. You're right, probably okay, okay. I, I feel like well I'd like to, so I mean if we could put it on the list, <clears throat> we got we have a pretty big list at this point. It's kind of getting scary. It's too large. Yeah, we'll we'll call it down and uh, we'll, uh, we'll focus. but uh, I want to take this this moment to thank our sponsor Harvest uh, the time tracking, invoicing software. Really, that, life management software, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, if you're going through hard times at home, if you've got uh, issues...
1: But it really you know, does
0: it all, right, man? Well, you know what it does do, Vince, is it, it allows you to focus on the things that matter, and it takes you your go. mind away from the things that don't, which, personally, that is invoicing, time tracking, and uh, you know, it's billing clients, uh, setting estimates, setting rates. Yeah, I can do it on my phone, I can do it on my, on my other devices... It's it's really easy, because I think you and I both would agree that at the end of the day we want to do creative work and we want to focus on on what we're doing. For example, ten thousand hours, we want to focus on this, not on on figuring out uh, how do we get paid, how's this, what is that? We send exactly. an invoice, we got to, exactly. try to track the time, we got to call a guy, and then the guy's gonna call another guy. And then...
1: Yeah, it's like, a great product and it's brought it's brought to us by some great people. So yeah, I yeah, know, they, yeah, I know you use it, love it. I'm a big fan as well, and uh, we're really happy to have him uh, part of the show.
0: Yeah, thanks for your support, Harvest. Go check it out. And uh, we have a special promo code, which is 10K. That's 10K. Uh, you get a free 30-day trial, and if you uh, if you still like it, which I, I think you will after that 30-day trial, uh, your first month is half off with that promo code, 10K. Uh, very good deal. Check it out at GetHarvest.com. And today's episode will be, uh, you know, you're probably listening to it at this point, but but all the show notes, all the, all the additional information is at 10k10khrs.co Zero slash seven. Zero seven. E-P-0-7. Vince is on the episode <laughs> numbers. Thank you, Vince.
1: All right. Well, thank you, Grant. And thank <laughs> you for listening. And I hope you enjoy the show.
0: Yeah. And if you don't, you know, you're the worst. You know what's God, man, Vince? I don't know. I don't know about you, but speaking of habit forming, I just I can't podcast with these candles. You know,
1: you can't podcast with candles.
0: Without oh, you can't podcast without candles.
1: I think yeah, that's yeah. fair.
0: It's yeah. I mean, it's flame not unfair.
1: Flame talks to speaks to a deep rooted psychological need for humans to create and invent. And when they look upon flame, they think of their oldest ancestors thousands of generations ago. And they say, my ancestors created this flame from nothing, and now I shall go forth and create. So I think it makes a lot of sense that you have the candles when
0: you're... Prophetic. That was prophetic. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. I would have said pathetic instead. Vince vincente hey, good to what be you here at, my friend yeah, welcome back uh, I mean in podcast time, this is like sort of a suspended time warp because we released these a little bit after we've recorded them, but um you have been gone on vacation recently I was I was lucky
1: enough to yeah. take a cruise of the Caribbean, never been on one of those before, and let me tell you pure indulgence. And sloth and laziness of the highest order. And man, there's nothing else I'd rather do on a vacation, personally.
0: I applaud you. And I have a follow up question. Yep. Um, so we naturally say Caribbean when we're talking about the movies, Pirates of the Caribbean. You're not going to say Pirates of the Caribbean, right?
1: Oh, Caribbean? Am Caribbean? I right? See, I always learned it, and this is perfect. Or this is like totally just uh, like a Western. Way of doing things, Uh, but I heard that it was supposed to be Caribbean if you're talking about it as a noun, but if you're using it as an adjective, it's Caribbean. Oh,
0: well, you have dissected my argument and solved it. Also, that's total bullshit. I did
1: hear that, but the sources are completely shaky. I I can't source it. Well, my
0: question though is well, yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, well, is that different? No, it's not even different, because think about it. Okay, Pirates of the Caribbean, right? That's what you say? Mm-hmm. Right? That's, like, the Disney pronunciation. Right. But but if you're going on a cruise, there's no way you said, I'm going, oh, maybe you did. Did you say, I'm going to the Caribbean? No, you said, I'm going to the Caribbean. Now I don't even remember, man. But but I actually, like, now that I'm thinking about it, your, your, your explanation makes a lot of sense. I think... But I still think we say it wrong, then. I think in general, people say, "like oh, I'm going cruising the Caribbean."
1: Yeah, man. I now I'm like completely freaked out. Like I don't know which is right anymore. Now they both sound wrong.
0: <laughs>
1: show notes, <laughs> and we'll just show notes to the like the Oxford the dictionary entry of Caribbean. You can all make your own judgment calls back at home.
0: Yeah, it's one of the it's one of the subjects where it's like there is no definitive source. It's just the zeitgeist. It's the zeitgeist
1: indeed, man. But it is really good to be back. I had a wonderful time uh, unplugging and recharging, but when you sit on a deck taking naps, eating shrimp cocktails for 16 hours a day for long enough, you start to crave productivity again. And So that's what I've been doing since I've gotten back. I've really jumped into, you know... Shrimp fishing. You've been...
0: (laughs) You've become, you've got your own boat. I do. It's I have one over. of those
1: hats that sea fishermen always wear. Oh, um, yes. But No, it's uh, it's good <sighs> to be Very back respectful. in the working world and, and to be doing this again, for sure.
0: Welcome home, my brother
1: bear. Good
0: to talk. Can I say that? Is that okay? Yeah, for sure. Uh, what are you working on? What's going on, man? You're back. What's rocking your world?
1: Well, I've been uh, busy catching up at the office, but what I've really been tied up in oh. this last few days since i've been home and the week before i left uh was apartment hunting i'm looking for a new place and that's a full-time job uh it's uh it's a lot of work but it's exciting too in my spare hours though i do get a couple hours off from working in apartment hunting and i've
0: been writing a couple lines of fiction working on that story Oh yeah Mm. Uh, you pr- and yeah, yeah. You promised that in a recent cast, I think, and I, I was very excited to hear about this. And I cannot wait to read this and rip it to shreds. to be the worst <laughs> notes in the world. It's how I roll.
1: Well, I'm sure it'll be out. No, it's not. What?
0: That's and... the worst. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but that's what I've been working on. What about you, man? You know, I think I mentioned this to you earlier. I'm also apartment hunting, which is funny. <laughs> um, some people may assume we are sitting together during the cast, but we are actually not. No. Um, however, we do have a, a few live shows coming up, which is exciting. When I say live, I mean recording in person uh, with us and some very exciting guests, which is cool, cool stuff on
1: the horizon um, for sure.
0: Yeah, it always is. It's always that carrot, you know, hanging out <laughs> there. Keep on running through this life, chasing that carrot. Um, I'm apartment hunting as well, and you know, studio potentially moving the studio. You know, just a lot, a lot of stuff like that. Um and you know we got green room we got the printed issue out which is so very exciting. very cool. Ah yeah. oh, man, you push these pixels all day long, and then you get to put your finger on it and it feels nice. Just like rub it in
1: between the fingers, just turn the page, oh, God, smell man. Oh, geez. the parchment.
0: Jeez, I feel uncomfortable. I feel like there's just like too many parallels there.
1: <laughs> but it is man, it's yeah. really cool.
0: <laughs> what it is? Yeah, it's good so that's good and I also uh, as you know was helping out uh, an agency here in town on a pitch recently and very cool stuff uh, you know you you, in any sort of creative work you don't put put your heart into the result necessarily because you gotta at a certain point just accept the process otherwise you go crazy but the process ended up pretty great and they won it and so that was exciting awesome man very cool very very cool yeah so hopefully I can share some of that stuff uh, once it's out in the world can't wait to see it, dude. And Pretty uh risque. Very <laughs> risque stuff.
1: Very confidential. You know I roll. Sounds like you've been busy, man. I've been sitting on my ass for a week and you've been no. you've been really <laughs> grinding, man. That's awesome.
0: Well, to be fair, uh, a lot of that time was spent on my ass as well. Just a lot of <laughs> typing and and sketching. The beauty know, of our work, and right? Yeah. Ain't that the truth? I think about animators a lot, and I'm just like, wow, God.
1: My hand cramps <laughs> up if I have to write two consecutive checks.
0: <laughs> like, how do they do it? Okay, well, yeah, yeah, that's pathetic. <laughs> okay. I get it, you're making a point. It but was, yeah, it was
1: hyperbole. I just want to clarify, like, The sad part is it's really not that far off from the truth.
0: I know, and th- and that's why I just really wanted to say, that's
1: <laughs> pathetic. Uh, what we're talking about this week is whether we like them or maybe we fear them, building and cultivating habits and how it helps us do the projects we love to do.
0: Yeah, habits. Habits, Um, man, pretty much imperative for any sort of long-term project or long-term productivity on a thing. Yes, ex- absolutely. You know, I mean, productivity in the short term is, like, pretty easy. Anyone can be productive for a day. You're, you're dead on. Yeah. But if you want to, you know, if we look at some of the, the lifers, you know, whether that's, like, directors or you know, CEO style people or like whatever. I mean, a writer, you know, it doesn't all have to be like that necessarily creative, but you look at those people and they built up these habits that pervaded their whole life. Mm. And that's why they were so prolific.
1: You're you a hundred percent right. It's a matter of internalizing as many things as you can. So you free up brain space And it's a matter of making things routine. I don't know if that's exactly the right word, but to the point where you not only streamline it, but eliminate any excesses or errors in the process. That's part of habit forming, I think. And it's also achieving a level of comfort with the tasks that you do regularly so that you don't have to confront it on a day-to-day basis. It just kind of happens.
0: Yeah, it's just kind of like removing obstacles. That's exactly honestly. what it is. It's, yeah. it's just it's just removing that fluff that exists in, I mean, you know, we talk, um, perhaps we haven't really gotten deep into it on the podcast about productivity, but we have gotten into it We touch it on it every single conversation.
1: This. I mean, that's part of, that's just yeah. a
0: core tenet of what we're talking about. And, and it's, it's when we talk about that, a lot of times what we're talking about is getting the crap out of the way so that we can actually do the work. And that's like, okay, like naming conventions on files. Like where are you going to save this thing? Like all these questions that should just be answered from the get-go. Exactly. So that we don't even have to – like it's just about like, oh, you know, yeah, this is part of this process. We need to just deal with it and be done with it and we shouldn't have to fucking ask the question every single time. I mean on a weird level, like naming conventions are definitely part of that, man. That's like so geeky and weird, but but it's so vital, man.
1: It's ex- but it's a, it's a because it's so geeky and weird, it's a perfect example of what we're talking about. It's like those sort of things, they can't deserve brain power and problem-solving power. Because when they do, then it robs the productivity and the creativity from the actual project, right?
0: Let me give you a good example, um, and this can apply to anybody's life outside of the creative world, outside of the whatever. This is just real life, and this is this 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 stuff. I think applies across ranges. I'm definitely a little bit neurotic, and I'll admit <laughs> that. But um, but but I just like I, I don't I don't like dealing with shit. I don't like repeating stuff or whatever. Um, but we've talked about this before. Is like laying my clothes out before I go to bed every night. Right. Okay. You really do this every no oh, every night. Okay, but every single day when you wake up, you need to put on clothes, right?
1: That's, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Except for
0: some extreme situations right. where you wear the same clothes, and that's fun. Or nudists. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, shout out to all the nudists, uh, listeners, <laughs> that we have. Pretty, pretty, actually, strong numbers.
1: I heard it was a pretty decent contingency, but we digress.
0: Yeah. We digress. You, you put on a new outfit, basically, every single day. Right. And there are a few elements to that. Uh, for me, it's socks, pants, or shorts, which is pretty rare in Minnesota. <laughs> Unfortunately, but socks, pants, uh, underwear, briefs. Personally, boxer briefs, um, and uh, I have a belt and uh, usually a shirt, maybe two shirts depending on what the situation. Is. And um, you know, I also I also wear the same watch every day and uh, a necklace, which is a actually a reminder. Actually, that's a that is a, a side topic, and well, yeah, well, it's because right now I wear this like string. Are you familiar with this? Yeah, Have seen we talk about this, Vince. Yeah, so I wear this like uh, basically a shoelace, uh, like a shoestring kind of leather string around my neck every single day, and that was derived from a Chuck Palahniuk lesson during this online short story class I took from him, which was he wore this string tied around his chest as a reminder to keep good posture. Oh, hey. and I started doing this uh, as a reminder to like keep good creative posture. And to keep creating and, you know, it's I actually like kind of like a little bit annoying. It like rubs against my skin, but it's a good reminder. Every time that happens, it's kind of like a little jolt, like, oh, yeah, yeah, keep focused. Like, keep re- remember what you're here for. Remember what you're doing. Anyway, um, so I wear that. I wear a watch. Um, and that's about it every single day. So I know those things are going on my body, okay? So I need to wake up and I need to put those things on mm-hmm. me. Why... Why create barriers between that? Like, it's just like having a system for organization. You know what I mean? When you just know where the things are and you have a system, oh, it's beautiful. You don't you don't have to spend. You know that's why when I get into my apartment, man, I hang up my keys on the on the hook right by the door, because that is a thing that happens every time you leave the house. Is you grab your keys, right? Right. Yep. So why create uh, an extra layer of problem? at any point well, yeah why you know I mean? why
1: build in an inefficiency which would be putting your keys wherever you want
0: yeah and it's not about being neurotic it's just about being like smart it's really like very in fact i think it's more freeing than somebody who just doesn't do that you know like and, and when i'm gone i you know i usually at least in the winter i have a coat and i put it in my left pocket my left top pocket every time keys go there don't have to deal with it I love my mother. She, probably, she listens to the cast, I think, but I'm pretty sure every time, you know, I'd go shopping with her back in the day, you know, younger or older, Yeah. and every time, you know, when, and she, so she would be driving, yeah. every time we get out of the store, we get maybe into the parking lot, be like, oh God, I can't find my keys. I can't find my keys. Where are my keys? And just start you know the I mean? stopwatch. How much of your life, yeah, yeah, how much yeah. of your life are you going to burn right now looking for those keys? Adds up, Vinny. You could spend that time painting.
1: Or writing, or drawing, and you know what, that's what we're talking Hawaii. about today, and maybe you noticed, listeners, by now, but we we don't have a guest this week, we are our own guests. Oh yeah, it's a good, good call, Vince. And what do we call these episodes, Grant?
0: Uh, it's hostful. We're calling them hostful. It's, it's kind of like joyful, right? It is. It's filled with joy. It's filled with hosts. <laughs> it's
1: filled to the brim, the maximum
0: capacity of hosts. <laughs> Which is two,
1: unless unless we we're yeah yeah no
0: it is you're right hundred percent hundred percent host <laughs>
1: and maybe they uh, maybe they recognize this term from a much more successful and popular podcast.
0: I don't know, man. Well, like yeah, if you're going by quantifiable numbers, but <laughs> if you're going yeah, by any more, metrics on a softer scale, I think you know, in my opinion. <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, I'm a big fan, um, as people may know, as you know, of of Mr. Chris Harlow. I am as well. Yes, the Nerdist cast. Yeah, they're really awesome. Saw him last time he was in Minneapolis. It was really cool. Um, and I really like what they do. And you know, occasionally him and Jonah Ray and Mr. Matt Myra, who was actually on tour with Chris last time they were in Minneapolis, um, they do they do episodes that are just uh, what they deem hostful.
1: And that's no guest. It's that is just they don't their have a chance to discuss a topic and riff among themselves and we think that's really valuable i know i enjoy it when they do that
0: i gotta be honest they're my favorite oh yeah like, i look for those because i don't know man I, you build a relationship with these guys in a really weird way a really kind of one-sided way but it's cool it's so awesome it's cool to hear and a lot of the stuff they're talking about it's relatable and you know i think it, especially if we can talk about relatable stuff that's really valuable to people in this context in this medium
1: i agree and we're calling them hostfuls because part, Partly because yeah, yeah. of an homage to a cast that we really enjoy And a person that we borderline idolize in Chris Hardwick yeah. And partially because we have a hope that his legal department will eventually contact us And we'll get to talk to him
0: yeah, the thing is with these with these sort of situations, it's always a cease and desist. It's never like an outright lawsuit. Right, exactly. So yeah, yeah. Go at him. And so then we'll have know? the address of do? the
1: people that handle his affairs, you know.
0: That's a whole nother show topic, which is breaking <laughs> through the crowd and um, being unique. Rising
1: above the clutter. So
0: anyway We'll talk we'll talk with Hardwick about that
1: maybe. <laughs> I'm sure we'll be forced to when he's we'll on be the cast. legally obligated. Um <laughs> But yeah, that's what we're doing today. We're doing a hostful episode and we're talking God, about it's so
0: hostful, Vince. Like I'm feeling I know. the host. I'm full of host as well. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you can say that. <laughs> and in our hostful episode, we're talking about habit
1: building, and we already dove right in, and I'm excited to hear more. And you know what I'd like to ask you, Grant? Can you what? hit me with some more of your habits? You drew some good allegories to like life habits, which are not mm-hmm. separate from work habits, mind you. But do you want to give me some work habits?
0: Yeah. Um, well, yeah. On, on that line of efficiencies and that sort of stuff, I think one habit is definitely keeping a smart calendar.
1: Mm, yes.
0: So yes. for me, let's think about let's think about excess and what it like. Let's, let's just like find find. Well, not even excess let's just find consistencies let's find dependencies in every situation so if we're going to if we're going to have a meeting you know we have we're meeting for a purpose we're meeting at a place we're meeting at a time or or we're you know over the phone whatever let's not create a layer of uncertainty because you know what is the most taxing to our energy <laughs> is uncertainty yep. and i mean especially as creatives Dead constantly on. man you can you can walk yourself into a corner of like oh, i don't know i don't know i don't know when you could really just like ask or you could clarify or whatever and i mean let's not necessarily extend this to life but a lot of that comes down to it which is like we're uncertain and we need to process it or we need to talk about it and then once we've accepted that you know then we can move on but uh when we're talking about calendars and meetings it's like dude if we're gonna meet up like first of all we should have a specific fucking purpose even if that purpose is To actually meet each other and to like talk about what we're working on and maybe you know and those are with maybe specific people i think if we fill our calendars with that with kind of willy-nilly that's really dangerous to our productivity but if we're going to meet up with someone like here's the thing that we need to know where are we meeting yes every single time are we meeting uh are we meeting at a place um are we let's say we're meeting at a coffee house Mm -hmm. okay are there multiple coffee houses like are we meeting at starbucks if i was to say yeah, let's meet up at Starbucks in Minneapolis on Thursday at 1.
1: That's like six there different are a locations. Lot of fucking
0: Starbucks, More than that even, probably. I, I don't know. Yeah. And so it's like, let's have a specific location, okay? Absolutely. And let's have a specific time. You know, scheduling goddamn meetings is insane to me. And there are a lot of tools out there. Not a lot of them really work. And the reason they don't work is because there's not enough adoption. Like, people are so, like, confused by the process oh, yeah. of using some of these tools. Yeah, and honestly, man... I actually don't like them because a lot of the times, like, I want to control, because there's a lot of different contexts that you're going to meet with someone, and so you want to, like, kind of control the, I, I, I'm not sure how to put that, but, so, like, I like dealing with it myself, but, like, let's fucking be efficient mm-hmm, about it, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, like, calendar invites, duh, let's put in there exactly where we're meeting so we know, because we should both just have, a, like, like an, uh, a reference point, especially, you know, for me, like, I'm scheduling stuff out, like, usually three weeks at a time like for meetings you know two three weeks and for doing that like let's have a reference point in there so at least i can hop in and see oh yeah why am i meeting this person again
1: that's a great point it's just
0: like it's just like access to information so that layer of specificity then
1: is the habit like and that didn't happen overnight you had to you had to do that and you had to be rigorous with making sure every meeting you have has that layer of specificity and then over time it becomes internalized right and now you just never make a meeting without that level of information yeah
0: and actually, that's kind of like one of those systems we build into where it's like an identifier. If somebody doesn't do that, I'm kind of like, oh. It raises an eyebrow. Yeah, not like, dude, you need to be crazy about your schedule, right, but right, right. just like it says something about their organization and about. But when you do encounter someone who is, who sends you a calendar invite with very specific things and an agenda, that is also an all indicator. we're talking, man. Right, right. Yeah, and it goes the other way, and it's like, fuck yeah, boom, like. Yeah, I mean, dude, a lot of the stuff we talk about is like kind of becoming a professional or being professional or whatever, progressing as a professional. Mm -hmm. It's just like a phrase to use or a term to use that identifies that. So, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, and and even on the specifics of like, okay, if we're going to have a call, are we calling into a number or are we calling someone? So, like, fucking clarify it, you know? Right. (laughs) And we don't need to send 12 emails about it. It's really easy. Like, here's what we're going to talk about. Like, (laughs) Like, if they have a number listed, I say... Here's what I'll say. I'll, I'll be like, hey, uh, I will call you at this number. If that's incorrect, let me know. I'll send you a calendar invite after this. Looking forward to it, right? I mean, right. we don't need to be, like, heartless and, like, emotionless and robotic, but let's also not be fucking superfluous. I'm
1: so glad you're touching on this because this brings me to a habit that I, that I have that's really closely related to this. Uh, and it's involving... I'm, I'm sure it's much worse in the Midwest... Uh, Anyone (laughs) on the coast that is listening can maybe correct us, but it's this endless dance of I'm free between these times, and then the next person narrows it down ever so slightly, and then we go back and we narrow it down a little more, and then 17 emails later, we still have like six different days and times that we can meet. Oh my god. I cannot stand it. So my habit that I've just recently finally internalized, I think, is... (laughs) The first time someone gives me a range of times, doesn't matter if like all of those times work or if more times than that pick work for one. me, I pick one. I say that is the one time that can work for me. You just confirm that it could work for you. So I just pick one, and that's the end of this discussion.
0: Thank you, Vince. I mean, dear God, but
1: I was I was part of the problem for many years. Like especially when you're approaching oh, someone, like if you're trying to set up with a meeting with someone, maybe that is in a higher office or a higher stature, or maybe you, you're, yeah. like, yep, looking yep. for guidance from them. We've all been in those meetings, uh, and so you you don't want to, like, inconvenience them. But what you're uh, doing when you, you dance around... Them. Yeah, you do, right? Mm. Sorry to, like, over-talk, but well,
0: when you when you, you good, dance man. around
1: these things, you are inconveniencing them because they already
0: gave you a selection of times. Vince, that was so on point, man. This is exactly what I'm talking about. And, and I, I, I'm constantly, like... It, you got you got to put yourself in the position. Here's here's actually what I say. And uh, I was dealing with this stuff recently with um with I mean, dude, this is a thing that I've like I've geeked out about before. Which is okay when you're dealing with someone, all they want to know is like, what do you want and when do you want? Like, you know what I mean? Be <laughs> fucking right. directness. Be upfront. Directness is a sign of professionalism. Is a sign of busyness. Is a sign of like maturity. Absolutely, you know and confidence. Mean? By the way, but. Yeah, if, I mean, if you do it in a douchey way, it's super obvious. But like, if you, don't hide a question you have in in two paragraphs. Right. If you have one question, ask the question. And so I do the same thing with um with scheduling meetings. Like, yeah, okay, somebody says uh, t- like times, say a time, pick it, and then you know, like at, at every point, at every turn here, it's almost like a screenplay. You know, in a scene. <laughs> the well, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just geeking out, man. I just love I love screenplays. I love that writing, and it's just like if a scene doesn't turn the charge of the story from a negative to a positive or a positive to a negative, then it's superfluous. It should it's not exist. You oh, so man, in the same way. Perfect. Yeah. So if one of if if I'm not saying something that is a direct like idea or like here's a time let's do it here or putting out a suggestion, then like I shouldn't even send that email. I should. You know what I mean? I just. That... Like that actually happened a day where I was like, I was like, Hey, uh, the studio, like, uh, I was coordinating with two other people. We want to meet up this weekend and we were coordinating times. We went back and forth, you know, it's three people. So it's like understandable that it kind of bounces around a little bit as we, especially as we identify the true motivators, you know, people dance around their true motivators. Like it'd be great if we could do it a little bit earlier. And then it's like, okay, honestly, I can't actually do it after three. It's like, just fucking say that, that, right? You know what I mean? Like, I am available between these times, and I need to leave, you know, like identifying a hard stop time. God, Jesus, just say, you know. Okay, so anyway, um, I was like, hey, the studio is always available. If you guys want to meet in Minneapolis, um, I can do that too. And then somebody responded, yeah, let's do Minneapolis. Right. That isn't helpful. It, what we've done is we've we've knocked out the idea of the studio, which to clarify is in St. Paul, mm-hmm, okay?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's cool, but that doesn't leave, like, and then I just said all caps, like where? <laughs> because yeah, well he said he said it all caps like Minneapolis, so I'm sorry it's just to clarify. But it's just like you 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 the impetus uh, is on you to to say a place there. Don't just say Minneapolis because you know there's another layer. Exactly, there, there... just own up a place. If we don't yes. like the place, then we jump from there. But when we do this passive bullshit, it creates this vortex of passive bullshit that is just disgusting, and we're all covered. Nobody
1: wants it. to take the proverbial last piece of pizza, man. They always want you to be the one that puts something in the sand and makes something an ultimatum because then if things go wrong, then you're on the hook for it, right? And what can go yeah. wrong with a meeting, right? It's like so such low pressure, but you still get people that act that same way.
0: Ugh. Meetings are one of the biggest drains and also like – I mean drains of energy, but also they're like one of the most invigorating things. If they go well. They're really exciting. But let's – come on. Let's identify why we're meeting. Let's not play the game. And so
1: habits help out in a big way in correspondence in general and in setting up meetings and running meetings. Um,
0: Yeah. Fucking A. Listen, every time you start a meeting, there's a thing that happens, right? Which is? Well, I mean, first, of of course, you have your pleasantries, which are maybe a little bit more extended in Minnesota. But, Hmm. okay, what are we talking about first? Right. You know what I mean? And it's like that's why I send over, if not an agenda, at least like what we're discussing.
1: And I think a big you know? a big, like, problem and a big level of, or a big uh, contributor to inefficiency in meetings is not knowing who's running the meeting.
0: Yeah, that's a great point, man. So a
1: good habit, I think, for everyone attending a meeting is to ask themselves – and this is what I've been doing lately too – What is my role in this meeting And making sure I understand it going in Is my role to receive orders Is my role to collaborate Is my role to lead the meeting And if More than if like Even one person Misidentifies their role And they think they're a collaborator Instead of just a order receiver Or they think they're an order receiver But they're supposed to be a meeting leader The whole thing is going to be fucking garbage it's going to be a disaster it collapses. because it's Rome. inconsistencies are going to run
0: rampant through the meeting. Yeah, it just sets the stage for, like, poor communication. Yep. Um, yeah, dude. That, that You know what I actually struggle with? What's that? Is that I'm very much, like, naturally outspoken or naturally, like, uh, almost, like, naturally efficient. And so I'm constantly <laughs> just searching for the answer in a uh-huh. situation. One of your best qualities, and in s- my opinion. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Um, some some people would call it like neurotic or crazy, but other people would call it a best quality. I would call it both. And, I don't know why it's exclusive. Oh, <laughs> uh, Nice, thank you. Fancy man, that makes me feel For great. Sure. Um, yeah, but I, I just I found myself recently in meetings where, and we're constantly adjusting our dynamics. But in meetings where I'm like not necess- I'm not the leader, right? right? And I'm totally about that. But where I struggle is like when I see something it's just like Jesus man like let's do like fucking move the meeting along you know what I mean that's where I struggle because I'm like oh man and so I guess it's kind of like a process of just like accepting um, accepting like your position in that but it doesn't make you less crazy so
1: you know what I'd like to talk about now quick is we're talking about good habits informing good habits Uh, how about like bad habits and have we Ooh. have we ac- accidentally Ooh. formed any or were we misguided into forming bad habits because th- we're talking about how good habits can eliminate inefficiencies in our life which is the goal of a habit right but mm-hmm. bad habits can exacerbate those problems uh so i'll start with you i'll put the put the buck on you do you have any bad habits either in the past or currently that uh, mm-hmm. have kind
0: of done the opposite. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, well, hmm, I don't want to get too too personal here, but I even think about like it's kind of like a stress thing, like a stress related thing. When I don't know the answer, I would maybe like look for the answer in a in something else. And whether that's like um I feel like I feel like a lot of times I'm like, "Ah, oh, freaking out about a creative project." I'm like oh, I don't know the answer. You know, just, like, go, like, okay, maybe I should, like, order food or something. Right. You know, or I should, like, go, like, make a drink or mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, like, those are, like, huge problems, but I just know, though, like, in general, I realize at a certain point, oh, wait, these are, like, kind of poor tendencies I have in reacting to, to some sort of stressor. Yes. Okay, um, that's a good one. And typ- typically work-related, but then, like, maybe I would start to see it, like, from a different thing you know something really like oh that's a shitty thing and then it's like oh, okay maybe i should you know you, you just like you find the same sort of solace in in whatever um so that's i mean that's kind of bad i mean i don't know if that's that's not what you're no, looking that's for exactly but, what i
1: was looking for so the, ha- the bad okay. habit would be like you're reinforcing when you when you come to like uncertainty when you approach uncertainty then you're like yeah well then i'm just gonna take a break
0: Right, right. And maybe
1: mentally well, you're I, thinking I mean, like, and beyond
0: taking a break, beyond taking a break, I think just like indulging. Uh, indulging right. in Indulging some, in something that is not... Like, listen, these are things that are okay. Clearly eating is okay. Clearly drinking is okay, in, in, but in moderation. Right, right, right. I just mean like, it's just like leaning on it to provide some sort of sense a of control. A layer of comfort and control, yeah. That's, that's yeah, a great... Yeah. No, that's, that's an awesome that's one, That's messy. Mm. Uh,
1: mine is not too different. Uh, it's kind of the other end, edge of the... Sword though the other side of the coin. Uh, yeah, I my bad habit, and I have yet to break it. It is alive and well, and you can you probably have even encountered it. Uh, rewarding yourself for too little amount of work. So like, oh wow, when I'm like working on a project, maybe I have to write copy at my job, and I have to get an entire script done. Uh, maybe I'll finish half of it, and then I'll be like. Man, that was a productive 45 minutes, like, job well done, I'll take a break. And what do I do? I, like, fuck around on the internet, or, like, I go out to get coffee or something. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: That's a terrible habit, man. Because then I have to come back, I have to go do whatever I'm wasting my time on, and then I have to come back, and then I have to re-gear into the project, and then I need to re-read the section I just wrote, and then I need to, like mentally prepared to start typing again, and then I need to do work. I lost, like, an hour. I just rewarded myself with an hour of wasted time. And it happens constantly,
0: man. I don't know. Like, you were, you're were, you spot on with, just like, saying, oh, like, rewarding myself before accomplishing that much. But I kind of wonder if it's more like... The thing... Okay, the thing that happens when we don't know the answer to something right away mm-hmm. when there's any sort of kind of friction right. is we are looking for a fucking way out yep. okay yep. a lot of times i see that happen in meetings or in like conversations where it's just like okay let's just like agree on something and then we're done with it exactly. right exactly exactly when the reality is like we're creating a, another layer of bureaucracy or bullshit or whatever complexity or that we don't need to do the- yeah, we're the postponing The bad feelings. That's exactly what and it is. And the bad feelings are going to come no
1: matter what, but we're postponing them.
0: Yeah, and so it's like, oh, I'm just just finding an out. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's kind of semantics at that point, but I think that, that is definitely what it is, right? And actually, Vince, I think you and I have, like, done that, like, collectively. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Here is, like, the ultimate thing we need to accomplish, and we do a little bit of it, and it's like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of like a groupthink mentality where it's like, Everyone is uncomfortable in a meeting because we need to make decisions. Uh-huh. And so we just take the path of least resistance yeah. Yeah. and we get to some sort of conclusion, any conclusion. The conclusion might just be like, oh, yes, we are in a <laughs> Well, hey, guys, it's been good and uh, I'm glad we – I know, mean you're yeah, joking, but I have had meetings end
1: essentially in that oh, manner.
0: No. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean what are meetings? Meetings are just – you know what meetings are? They are the result of postponing de- dealing with something. Absolutely. Most of the time. It's like, oh, well, listen. <laughs> I don't need to accomplish anything quite yet because I have a meeting on Friday. And so, I, you know, I, until then or a lot of times what I see is, like, you know, there's just, like, all these excuses that happen. I'll have, like,
1: one question to clarify during the meeting so I won't do in a single shred of work on the project until that meeting.
0: Yeah, because – well, you have a dependency you need to know before you could actually but do i anymore. don't i create the dependency hey, no no i know that's no i'm just i'm making fun <laughs> of you it's, an, it's, it's excuse me right it is it and is. we've all been there that's what i was getting at before when i was talking about creatives like when we don't know the answer to something and so we just like freak out and that's what i was talking about like eating or like drinking or whatever and so we just like geek out we don't know the answer yep. to the question and oftentimes that can be answered really by just being vulnerable And and just, like, saying I don't know. Exactly. Which is really what we're getting with all this, is I don't know is the hardest thing to say. Exactly, It's the hardest thing to say. And so we schedule meetings, we overeat, we indulge in booze, we whatever, to avoid saying I do not know the answer.
1: And the hardest thing about these is that we'll have victory sometimes and we'll confront it and we'll say the I don't knows. But we we aren't 100%. We can't do it every time. I know I can. And so then it becomes... Mm -hmm almost impossible to form a habit of saying I don't know it becomes impossible to form a habit of confrontation because every time you like indulge every time I reward myself too earlier every time you you know order a pizza to avoid the stress like mm-hmm. that undoes part of the habit forming which would be building a good habit yeah know what I'm saying I do I do
0: I do just there, but raw, you know the raw.
1: advantage we have is that we can identify these bad habits, right?
0: Yeah, and um, well, I don't know. I don't know if we want to dive into that right now because that's like such a long. Take. Right. Well, what? What? Uh, speaking of off-topic topic
1: <laughs> well, you are a magician at the segue, man. You're just you're an artist.
0: Hey, thanks, man. I don't get that enough. <laughs> yeah, hit me with it. What are we what are we talking about in today's off uh, topic topic? I don't fucking know, man. What are we talking about? I thought I was I was hoping you had one. I do. Oh, do do I have one? I think we I think I have one. Hey, listen, Vince, I have one and I probably I, I fed it to you before the show. So tell us what it is. <laughs> We're talking about oh. habits. We're talking about habits and I'm gonna off topic
1: topic a very specific type of habit that is shower habits. Oh yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I don't
0: know about you, but to be clear, I've, I've to got be clear, we, to we
1: say.
0: yeah, okay, okay, okay. Well, you find me, you sound wound up. Like, let it loose. Let All right, yeah.
1: So, give it to me. I mean, I'll be upfront. I love the shower every day. Doesn't matter like if I have a crappy shower. That
0: was so upfront of you.
1: It doesn't matter if the shower I'm using is like a crappy hotel shower or if it's a luxurious. You know, five star shower, or if it's just my shower at home, I look forward to my shower every morning. Great place Mm. to think. Uh, In terms of habits, uh, I'll start with my maybe strangest one. I think you know this, Grant. I sit down in the shower. Oh, yeah. Every single day. Every day.
0: Wait, every day? Every single day. I didn't realize every day. It
1: started maybe nine, ten years ago, and it was kind of intermediate for the first four or five years.
0: It's a womb recreation.
1: Oh my god, you are a hundred percent spot on, man. It is. You've got like the echo chamber in there of the water running, and you've got the fetal position, and you've got the warm water. Man, it is an incubator, in a really weird way, man. I, you're
0: serious, right? I'm dead
1: serious, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, it's no, a, totally. it's like a. I'm not like passionate about it. Like, no, it's not no, like a no. way it's of not life. Like- Hey this this is not the- right. it's <laughs> yeah. not the secret or the answer but it's a habit that I formed that I I really rely on now to kind of recharge wow. me and to relax me and I, it's great man I highly recommend it to anyone out there who's kind of on the fence in what position they should shower in I think
0: <laughs> yeah all, all like the huge number of people out there just wondering how do I shower <laughs> <Right>? what- <Right. laughs> they're coming to this show for shower guidance and I'm providing <laughs> yeah, yeah. it and saying, like, we're number one on Google right <laughs> now for shower guidance, which is huge. I mean, this it's is major, like kind of a game with me. But I have to recommend it. And, uh, I'm a fan. I, my biggest issue with that was that when I did that, it was so cold by the time the water got to me. And yes. so, I don't Do you fill a tub up when you're doing no, that? You no, know,
1: I don't. I like to let it drain. I'm not a huge fan of baths, um, but you... Wow, I am a fan of baths, like I'm a big Ooh, fan. Well, you can bring that up in a second, because I'm interested oh, to hear. Oh, sorry, it's not my time. <laughs> it's not my time. No, I just want to address the coldness issue, which is a very real issue for
0: for shower sitters out there. And so you have to... Oh, is that a thing? Is that like a term? Are you coining that? Or is that like, are you are you part of a Shower sitters, online, all one word, two capital S's. Dot, dot, edu. <laughs> shower sitters, dot, edu. I'll uh, we'll put in the show notes. It's a great forum, great resource for online content about shower sitting, about sort of ways to shower sit. And just really educational and also, like, communal. It's so Don't tempt
1: me to make content for that site because I will.
0: Um, well, you just publish it. You don't have to make it. I know you've already made it. You have, like, Word documents. I have journals going back years. But you do
1: have to... You do have to crank up the heat to compensate for how long it takes you to get there, and then when you okay. at, when you eventually have to like stand up in the shower, it's a bit of a shock. Like it does scald you a bit. <laughs> so that's like the one downside, but it's worth it, man. That's my that's yeah, my shower yeah. habit.
0: Wow, I man, that's like fucking super weird and awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, so. I mean, I've done it before. I get it. Like I get it on a different level. I think the problem is. Uh especially places I lived, they just honestly don't have the heat to facilitate that sort of shower. Man, sitting. if
1: it's not comfortable, it's not worth it, right? <laughs> well I mean you're still cleaning. If we're your gonna apply that across <laughs>
0: things. If we're yeah, okay, in terms of showering, probably yeah. Right. <laughs> um yeah, showers, man. <laughs> showers are the best. Showers, dude, such good thinking in there. You know what I love about What's showers that? is that they, it, it really is – I mean, well, one, it's a ritual. It's just like it's just like setting your clothes out, right? You know you're getting in the shower. And something I realized a while ago was that I would, like, want to fall back asleep. I would want to, like, whatever in the morning. I was like, nope, just jump in the shower, yep. <laughs> you know, because, like, you can kind of like, zone out there in there but also be awake. Exactly. Um, but it's just, like, one of those things that I – I think I said this to you earlier, like an artist brain activity. It's a thing that allows you um, – it's an activity that you can do kind of by – Reflex without thinking about it and it's it, it enables like kind of a higher level of consciousness it's kind of like driving it's kind of like washing dishes it's kind of like tilling the earth I don't know <laughs> for all those farmers out there no it's just it's just anything that's like semi-monotonous semi like um it's like it makes you feel transcendent in oh ways. man you're spot and on so, you know w- why do a lot of the greatest thinkers like cite the shower as a place of inspiration because it creates a safe space for thought. Mm. You know, especially right now, man, we're uh, fucking, uh, our phones, they're crazy, dude. I've been thinking about it more and more and more. And, and you know, I turned off most of, like, uh, all of, like, the push notifications on my phone. I want to control my time, dude. I, I think that is the new currency is, like, controlling your energy and your focus. Wow. And every time we let people into that world, we lose something. And, and well, hold on. I don't mean that in like a relationship sense. No, right. But like, dude, uh, I just think about some really people, some close, some people I have really close to me who I see on their phone. Like they have they have notifications every time somebody likes uh, a post and an Instagram and a thing, and it just floods their life, and it becomes this dopamine rush. It's oh, like their yeah, heroin. Man. And 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 listen. The reason I feel comfortable saying this is because I feel it. Like I know it. I know the social pressure. I know right, the Right, you're not on the outside. Uh, no, I'm I'm just like trying to control tr- control like an addiction that a lot of people face. So I just see that and I just – I like oh, – it makes me so uncomfortable, you know. It's just like – I just – I want the person I'm with to be present, you know. And I don't want to like – I don't want to like make them feel guilty or whatever, but it's just like uh, – just, like, avoid this. It's, like, better for both. Right, months, and so you know? the shower is so, insulated from that. Yeah, so, we, yeah, that's what I was getting at. was, like, this provides a safe space where you cannot bring that into that. You <laughs> no. cannot bring this addiction. No. Like, you just pretty much cannot. And so, fuck, revel in that. Um, you know, and maybe, maybe well, no, it's going to make an inappropriate joke. <laughs> Most of my jokes are, though, to be fair. So I was just going to make a joke. I think it's blanket inappropriate. <laughs> And, and let me transfer back into our topic right there, but it's it's oh dude, something i I know I like briefly briefly touched on, on this with you before, but this is like changed my fucking life man and i I hope and I believe it will be a part of my life until i fucking die dude like this is some pretty serious be with this it's the morning pages um as you know, I've been doing the artist's way right. um Program, if you will, for the past few weeks—about three and a half mm-hmm. weeks—and the Artist Way is a, it's a program in a book by Julia Cameron, who uh, was married to Martin Scorsese. Not that that's her claim to fame, but is a reference point. And she's a fantastic artist, and she created all this program and, and this content, which basically unlo- it, it's it's designed to unlock your creative self. And it sounds so foofy when you put it <laughs> like that. You know it really does, but well like, I mean it, it could well, I mean in a in yes, a way yes. in a way, in a way but but, but when you engage in these things, like you realize like that that kind of is the secret is like accepting that things seem foofy but, <laughs> but are can have completely value. meaningful right. yeah it's it's crazy, so I've been doing this um with a group of filmmakers in Minneapolis, which is awesome because I mean that's you know part of big part of my end game is making films, which I see as kind of an amalgamation of creative pursuits, and anyway. Uh, one part of this program is doing morning pages and morning pages are three pages non-negotiable every morning always exactly three Uh, yeah yeah I mean you you could go over I'm sure that's fine but you you just don't go under it's like not a thing you do and and to be to be clear this is not like high school or middle school or whatever or school in general you know like gaming the system benefits no one because (laughs) the person holding you accountable is you exactly and, and and once you start deceiving yourself, that's kind of a shitty Ooh, game to play. I mean, that's Because <laughs> it's a, pretty easy. That's a rabbit hole, you know? my and, friend. And that's a thing that a lot – yeah, yeah. Let's not even go down there. So anyway, I've been doing this and it's been fucking transformative because uh, I've stuck to this system. I really have. And, and it feels so good to commit to something just like a workout program, right? It's the same thing. Kind of for your it's mind exactly though. the same thing. Um, yeah. So every time, man, I, I wake up every morning, I, I would say I'm, I'm like six out of seven. Six out of seven days of the week. And when I don't do it, I don't like it. It feels bad because you're breaking a habit. Yeah, exactly, dude. So build a habit that is super positive and that makes you, like, want to do the thing. So what I do is I wake up and I just – I fucking stream of consciousness. You don't need to be a writer. You don't need to be anybody. And I've been kind of preaching this to people because it has changed the way I operate and in a really positive way. And when I say that is uh, – it's something we were talking about earlier, which was, like, processing stuff, being aware, whatever – like, I feel way, way more aware of everything that's going on in my life right now than I was a month ago because I'm processing it quicker, you know, whereas two months from now, let's say in, in typical non-morning pages life, I would process something and be like, Vince, oh, I just figured this out. Like, oh, this is why I was doing sure, something. Sure, sure, sure. So a lot of times we're acting out of gut instinct, which is our brain, okay? It's not our <laughs> gut, it's our brain, just right, to clarify, right. and... uh the more you can kind of spill your true self onto something and, and see that, you know, dude, we, we operate under this weird guise of, like, self-deception. Not, not in, like, a shitty way, but just, like, it's the reality of our brains and, and, and of our systems. And so the more we can, like, kind of eke out our true intentions, the better we can operate because we like, oh, 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 this is how I'm feeling and this is why. And so, uh, you know, I get up every morning, this ritual, this habit – and now I'm writing three pages every day. That's crazy, dude. Like, you know, I don't know. What is that? Like, 21? Like, I've written, you know, over 60 pages right in the last few weeks. That's, like, that's, that's significant lot, output for that's sure. productivity, right? Yeah. You know, so so start building in that same system on something else. And you know what? Another, another thing that kind of has come from it is I've been doing an illustration every day. Really? I didn't know that, man. Yeah, yeah you should check it out. Um... Instagram me, man. I maybe I'll text it to you, but uh, yeah, you know my name, Grant Spanner. Instagram, yeah. Dot I think
1: I am just not on Instagram
0: enough, man. Yeah, that's fine, but you should go check it out. Yeah, I've just been doing kind of like a typographic uh, illustration. That's over there. really cool. That's fun. Little, that's awesome. Fun little challenge. You know, I spend you know from five to twenty five, uh, whatever minutes on it, and it's like a good little system I am building in that um, adds skills. You know, it, like it kind of sharpens some skills. It, Every day. Just like writing every day, like, sharpens some stuff. It really does, It makes me more conscious and present. That is so
1: on point. I've got to do that, man. I've got to do exactly that. It just... Hearing the way you talk about it, it seems to make sense. Like, how could it not have a positive impact on your life, right? But you're just articulating it in a way that is irresistible.
0: Dude, I mean, there's just so many... It's, again, just like exercising. It's It's like. There's so many excuses. There's so many whatever. But when you commit to doing it, oh, my oh, God, yeah. it feels so good. And, and you know, you can criticize people all day long, and most of that comes from insecurity. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. that. Uh, but once you start committing to it, geez, man, you feel so happy. <laughs> you feel so good. It's just no, like, man. I, I don't know. I, I've been trying to really preach this, like, hey, write every day. And I, what I've been saying is, like, hey, like, you don't need to do this program. Just spend you know 10 minutes okay to be honest it actually takes me a while to do this writing because I'm doing it with pen and in a specific notebook and there's another habit is I have this pen and this notebook every single day every time I go to bed I know I have it and that, so right? guess and how honestly, often you have to look, look for your clothes. notebook
1: and guess how often you have to look for your pen and guess how many every chances morning. you have to like yeah. get derailed and not do this writing
0: right that's giving ourselves an opportunity for an excuse. Exactly. Okay? And that—that that is where a lot of our workout programs and, and our life programs, whatever, they fall off. It's because we find an excuse. So uh, I put that out by my clothes every night because um, the first thing I do in the morning is grab that and do it. And guess what? I hold myself accountable by saying, listen, if I need to be somewhere by, by 9 a.m. and I need to leave by 8.30 a.m. and I need to shower and get dressed, that probably takes – a half hour, mm-hmm. okay, so that means I need to leave by eight thirty so I need to be at least shower whatever at eight a.m that means I need to be up at at least seven thirty to write because it's gonna take me about twenty to thirty minutes so I'm just saying like I've built in you know about thirty minutes at least every morning to my to my life where I am writing and it's I feel fucking way better about my life
1: dude, <laughs> that is just so awesome to hear. And I'm also glad because this is the one thing I wanted to touch on, uh, yeah. as we as we head into the home stretch here, is you had to build in a half hour every day for this habit to become part of your life, right? That yeah. is not an insignificant amount of time. And mm-hmm. it's a it's, lot. It's very substantial. And also, we can't. I know you and I can't, but I don't think many people can live a life that's totally just regimented series of habits, right? Oh, we have man. to have we have to have like free time and hell the reason we have habits is to maximize this other time where we can explore and go off script and just create and do whatever we need to do. So it just becomes very important to choose your habits and to eliminate those bad ones, but to understand that creating a system and an endless series of habits is also not the answer, right? Regimenting every moment of your day is not – it's its overcorrecting in a way. At least this is my opinion. It is. But view the habits as an investment and respect them and understand that it's going to take a time commitment to do them. And it, it almost makes it easier to form habits because you don't think to yourself, oh, I need to have this habit and this habit and this habit. You understand that you, your life only has room for so many. And then when you finally do form, you know, one that you want to invest in, it, it has
0: more weight. Hmm. Um, absolutely. I'm just, like, thinking a lot about that. What, uh, uh, what we've been dancing around is that when you're building this stuff, this isn't about being, like, psychotic. <laughs> right, about like, right. We're not life it hacking. can sound like that like ha- sometimes. We're, we're not hacking out our lives to create maximum efficiency and maximum enjoyment. <laughs> no, no. We're just removing barriers right. to, to like the shitty parts. Honestly, man. Like, all, all we're trying to do is make it easier to like find ha- enjoyment and find productivity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And so that, I and mean, so, that's what yeah. it is. Like laying out your notebook and committing to writing
0: every day. It's not like it's not like a regiment. That makes me happy. And, and dude, listen, anytime you're too rigid about something, well, like, if you're too (laughs) – the funny thing is anytime you're too rigid about a general rule like that too, but, you know, if you're too rigid about about these systems, like you beat yourself up or you just, like, you, like, totally throw off your game by not doing it, and it's about being flexible, but it's also about, like, holding yourself accountable and being committed. And so when I said six out of seven – yeah, I would like, honestly, just for me, I would like to do it every day because it makes me feel better. Not because I feel like if I don't do seven out of seven, I'm somehow inefficient. I'm somehow, like, not not complete. No. The point of all of this is to, like, build systems that, that increase our like, our, like, our happiness, really. Not in, like, a fucking weird, hacky way, but just, like, dude, I know I feel better when I've spent the time riding every day. So... I do it then, you know, and I build a system to do it, and I just, like, that's that's what it comes down yeah, to. Yeah, it's really
1: that simple, right? It's not like a series of charts and graphs and numbers and tables. Yeah. It's like understanding what you want to accomplish personally and then yeah. creating environments and habits that make that as easy as possible.
0: Dude, I feel better when I do an illustration every day. Right. I feel better looking at that, and I like, I like that. So build a system to do it you know what <laughs> right, i mean like, exactly it it's as simple as that and a lot of our tension and anxiety comes from from when we miss those things and listen cut that out just just accept that you are not doing it. it it comes from like us like trying to make an excuse or like you know anytime like our first inclination is excuse making yep jump past that and just accept it that doesn't mean you can accept that and just like use that as your blanket excuse which <laughs> is oh i just accept that i have right no 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 no, no. But but accept it. I mean, listen. It, it, it's, it's like almost. I don't want to say. I don't want to say the weakness, but it's a, kind of like a weak thing to just to like push off our accepting our own failure onto like oh like beating ourselves up. That's just a natural inclination. No no no. Just accept that you didn't do it right. Now do it. Do, and it, that do it right. If you can exactly. Yeah
1: yeah. As a last thought, I want to share like an anecdote from please yes story time from my days of unemployment when I was uh, oof, when I was oof. between jobs and i like to I like to relay this from time to time. I wake up now that's part of a ritual too right That's part of a habit is like when you wake up and what do you do after you wake up?
0: Oh they're gonna say like waking up like most humans wake up <laughs> right
1: We're not all in like comas right but nowadays I wake up probably around seven forty five every day and so that what? that gives me like it gives me like a half hour to get ready and then another half hour to walk to work and then I get in the office around 9 when I was unemployed I was waking up at 6.45 or 6.30 every morning and the reason I was doing this was because it was way too easy to form very unproductive habits when all you have is free time right? Mm. and so I mean, the one school of thought would be like, "Oh, now you get to sleep in." Like that's one of the few benefits. No, the habits I formed were far more rigorous than the habits I have now. When I have a job, I was working out every day. I was doing creative writing every day. I was waking up early. I was eating healthier, and I like I almost used habits as like a I don't want to say a crutch,
0: but it was definitely coping coping mechanism absolutely
1: that's exactly right i cleaned every day and i found that even just achieving these habits on a day-to-day basis even though they were internalized made me feel productive
0: Ooh.
1: just Couple. just the yeah. act of accomplishing my day-to-day habits was a positive feedback and so it had, Ooh, it had wondrous
0: effects on my psyche Dude, you know what I am saying? There was like two things. Well, I mean, that's uh, – well, when you when you say like, yeah, the world is your oyster time-wise, that's my – dude, I mean, that's that's something I had to fucking internalize, which is like I am my own boss. Right.
1: Oh, absolutely,
0: man. Nobody's going to do it unless I do Exactly. It. So, I can't imagine, Yeah, right? I really had to come to terms with that, you know? And it's it's a scary, scary thing to look yourself in the mirror and be like – the only person who's going to do this is you. No one's going to do it, <laughs> and and I'm not putting my stake in a company, which is it's it's easy to like find solace in that. But oof, so that's pretty intense. But what I was thinking was uh, a really big thing that I liked is um is what I'll do is cleaning. It has become like you know what I do is oh, let me say these chores, Vince, are fucking. What an opportunity we have to do yes. chores because what I can do now is. I can stop doing this really painful, occasionally creative work where I'm like, I don't know the answer, I don't know the right. answer, you know? And you're, like, trying to make it good, trying to make it really good. I want to make this design so good. I want to make this script so right, good. Right. And I'm like, okay, let's take a break and let's clean, which is work, right? Yes. Most people see it as work, but when you are using it as an excuse to not do your other work. Yes. And then, let me tell you something else, Vince, this is an artist brain activity, Okay, it's when just like showering, when you have it's properly formed it as a habit, like you can fucking oh, you yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't need to think about this. I am just going through the actions, and now, dude, I am still working, and I'm working on a way higher level than I was because I'm not worried about it anymore. I'm doing this. I'm so productive. Look at me go. And now, all of a sudden, I am accessing genuinely, Vince. I am accessing a fucking higher plane of creativity, of 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 smarts. And it's just something that, like, I didn't have access to before because I was blocked off because I was so nervous about making the thing, solving the thing, and now I've let that go because I'm doing something else. I'm cleaning. You are – oh, man. You are just but preaching. But yes. I did it then, right? Oftentimes these, these fucking big ideas come during that, and then at the end of it, what the hell? Not only do I ha- uh, have a solution to the problem that I was losing my mind about, you know, uh, an hour ago or a half hour ago or 20 minutes ago but now i've also cleaned and i I'm have just achieved like something. high fiving my face <laughs> off it's amazing <laughs>
1: yeah dude that is like that's so on point man but i mean you can only achieve that <laughs> level like cleaning can only be that for you if you've formed it as a habit already right
0: yeah you have to be able when to not if you, think like, about it like kind of give a shit about your other <laughs> work right i mean if you have nothing at stake in your other right. work why would you want to like not do that work to do the- i mean it's just Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's sort of a symptom of really caring about the stuff you're doing and just uh, kind of being a little bit nervous about it, too.
1: Oh, man. I agree 100%. That was was just a great thought. You, me, a Swiffer. Let's see what happens. Oh, man. Don't tempt me. I was just (laughs) Swiffering this weekend. I was Swiffering my ass off when I got back from the cruise. Cause I was I was like craving productivity so much <laughs> that I was just I was willing to clean anything and everything that I could get my hands you on. You cleaned the you cleaned
0: the full condo. I did. You cleaned like five hundred units.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Well done, Vince. I did, man. No, I didn't. But
0: man, this was hostful. Oh, it was. This cool.
1: was a great a great talk, and uh, and hopefully we'll get into the habit of doing these, you know, at least somewhat regularly.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean listen. That's why we're that's why that's what I that's what I listen for. That's why I listen to the podcast, to listen to these hosts' voices. I listen a lot of the guests.
1: I listen for the <laughs> guests because every, every time they're talking I don't have to hear my own voice or even worse your voice, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm kinda <laughs> nasally.
1: No, actually you have a very smooth baritone.
0: Man, you're making me blush. Let's, uh, should we, uh, should we, uh, uh, should we ship it? I think we gotta ship it, man. Okay.